Greetings, friends, and welcome to I Think Speech. I am Hazel Archer Ginsburg, and today let's talk about the weather. For me, it's not an idle chit-chat. It's no small talk. It's a way of observing and communicating with the elemental beings. What are they trying to say to us? Because I make it a point to commune with these beings in all weathers. Pretty lucky to have a little piece of bottom land here in the by the great inland sea of Chicago, where I can commune with nature, with the birds and the bees and the little frolicking creatures. Yeah, listening to the wind. And so I've always been fascinated with with uh, one of the founding fathers in particular, Benjamin Franklin, who made a number of discoveries and tinkered with various inventions that had to do with weather. We all know the story of him with the the kite and the key and all that, right? Such a a great picture that, that lives in us, Americana. And so, yeah, this is a topic, weather is a topic that continuously fascinated him. He gave us the, the famous quote, some are weather-wise, some are otherwise. <laughs> I always loved his puns. He's so clever. A little piece of Americana there. So, yeah, we can think about that with the elementals. And then, of course, the human being is part of the mix. And so I, I you know, I don't go much into this. I don't know much about what folks call geoengineering or weather warfare, this idea of electromagnetic weapons. I know 5G is out there. It it seems to uh, not be, it's not being addressed by people. We don't really know the effects. And then there's things that have been happening for many years now, 20, 30 years, this technology called HARP, I think it stands for High Frequency Active Oriel Research Program, right? So it's a sound vibration that we can't quite hear, but it's there. It's either below our threshold or above it. Some researchers go so far as to claim that these technologies are used to cause natural catastrophes, earthquakes, hurricanes, tsunamis, and it's used to disrupt global communication systems, etc. And researchers point to major aspects of the program, which are still kept secret for alleged reasons of, quote, national security. Yet the U.S. Patent Office, uh, you know, one of the key developers of, of HARP and other uh, uh, doctor uh, doc, documents, etc., uh, show evidence that support the claims that there is no doubt uh, electromagnetic weapons capable of being used in warfare, that they do exist, that this harp is part of that, and that the capacity of influencing and, yes, controlling human emotions has been studied by the military and intelligence agencies for uh, uh, you know around the world for many decades. So that's 
a whole topic, a whole topic. And, you know, of course, you could do your own research on that if it hasn't been censored. But it's interesting if you if you look up these patent numbers, there's still some information that you can get out there. And this patent number, blah, 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 I won't bore you with the number now, says, quote, a silent communication system in which non-oreal carriers in the very low or very high audio frequency range or in the adjunct ultrasonic frequency spectrum are amplitude or frequency modulated with the desired intelligence and propagated acoustically or vibrationally for inducement into the brain typically through the use of loudspeakers, earphones, or transducers. The modulated carriers may be transmitted directly in real time or may be conveniently recorded and stored on mechanical, magnetic, or optical media for delayed or repeated transmission to the listener. So, yeah, this is, they made this and this is what it does. So, um, okay, so we're not going to fall down that rabbit hole, but we need to be aware that, that, yeah, we're not going crazy when we feel out of sorts if we're around a cell tower or, um, you know, around the computer too long. But I bring it up because, you know, there has been and continues to be strange weather that we've been experiencing. And we just had uh, a whole thing of tornadoes, which do not usually occur in December. At least 70 people were killed and countless homes destroyed when tornadoes, which one of which traveled on the ground for a record 227 miles, swept across six states on December 10th and 11th in 2021. And then on December 15th, approximately 100 million people were under a high wind weather alert, stretching across the whole United States and and other places in the world, from eastern uh, Arizona to upstate New York, with gusts of wind up to 100 miles an hour, along with the unprecedented, uh, unprecedented winter tornadoes, we had some rainstorms in Southern California. Okay, they probably could use the, 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 the rain. In Colorado, uh, wildfire risk doesn't usually happen in December. And this the severest in 20 years, simply unheard of for mid-December. So I ask you, what it, what's it been like for you? You know, we, we were having a 65 degree weather here in Chicago in the middle of December. Yeah, and the National Weather Service has never issued a tornado watch or a warning during the month of December. In fact, Minnesota, which was hit by this tornado, had uh, zero confirmed tornadoes on record during the month of December. Yet on Wednesday, the 15th of December, there were 10 inches of snow on the ground on top of a tornado threat. So this rare overlap of the tornado risk over deep snow cover leaves meteorologists wondering, to say the least. 
So yeah, and meanwhile, across the plains and upper Midwest, we are experiencing 20 to 40 degrees above average. And yeah, with the 60 degree weather and these big winds, come tornado watches. But then it was interesting to read that <clears throat> as far away as the Australian island state of Tasmania, at during the same time, a quote, freak accident on the school field occurred. While some school children were in the inflatable bouncy castle, the police said, a significant gust of wind sent it flying into the air and nine students plunged more than 30 feet to the ground and five were killed. So as far away as Tasmania, we had this, this weird high wind situation. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to make it a big, uh, you know, like, oh, wow, evil is lurking. No, it's about noticing and, and asking questions of the elemental beings, of ourselves and each other and, and connecting the dots. During our family farm initiative meeting last night, Mark and Petra spoke about, you know, we had a little check-in and they were talking about the high winds. And Petra was saying, oh yeah, it's the elementals trying to get our attention. So yeah, these farmers, they, they know about these things and they are, they're paying attention. And then I woke up the next day thinking about how during the laying of the foundation stone for the first Gertianum in 1913, Rudolf Grossa reported, quote, the sky had clouded over during the day. And when we were all gathered, a great wind arose. Thunder rumbled in the distance, lightning again and again rent the darkness and the landscape seemed eerie. So then I thought of how at the refounding of the Anthroposophical Society during the Christmas conference in December of 1923, when Rudolf Scheiner laid the foundation stone of love into the hearts of the members, he included three times the phrase in east, west, north, south, may human beings hear it. A call to acknowledge and listen to the elemental beings. So friends, it's time we hear it. 